1 Kings chapter 18, verse 17. When Ahab saw Elijah, he said to him, Is that you, O troubler of Israel? You know, Elijah was a troubler in that he spoke what he felt was the truth. People didn't want to hear it. Now, I certainly don't claim to be Elijah, but I have to speak out on something. I feel like that we as a church of a living God have missed the mark in some of our services. See if this sounds familiar. You go into the church and you look around to see who's there, who's returned, who's missing, and your friends are most of the people there. You see, you're delighted to say good morning. We're happy to be a part of a body of believers, but something is missing. Somebody hands you a program. Uh, this is an outline for the service. Dare we not go against it? I'm not saying that order is not a good thing. But where's the worship? We go from song to song to sermon to prayer to song, then the announcements and then goodbye. Every week, of every month, of every year. Where's the worship? Are we so boring? Are we so routine that we forget the one that this is all about? Is that how we lost a whole generation of people in the church? Now, there are those churches that the Spirit of the Lord fills the sanctuary. I've been in them. And there's one particular church in a nearby town here that moves my soul to attend. They don't have a program. They offer songs and praise and prayer and the Word. And it flows throughout the whole service. There's nothing orchestrated. There's nothing prearranged. It's a living and a moving experience. The only arrangement is powered by the Holy Spirit of God. They lean not on their own understanding, but lean completely on the Spirit and their efforts to worship a living God. They're there to worship. They don't need a program to tell them when and how to do it. So just call me the trouble of Snowville. But somebody's got to bring this up. I'm not saying a program's not useful. I'm not saying that order's not a good thing. We serve a God of order and not chaos. I get that. But just once, can we remember why we entered the doors? It's to experience the moving spirit of God. Next Sunday. Come into the house of the Lord and watch, not what your neighbors are wearing, but what God is doing in the midst of the gathering of his people in holy and divine reverence, in fear of his presence. Offer up prayers and petitions. Sing songs of praise. Pay attention to the words and not counting how many more verses we got left to sing. Not looking at your watch. Not thinking about all of the things you have to do when you get home. You are in the presence of an all-knowing and an all-powerful God. There is no one like our God. From the sword of his mouth, he can strike us in humility. Revelations chapter 1, verse 14 and 15. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice is like that of the sound of rushing waters. Put the program down. Sit in complete reverence and meet him, perhaps for the first time, in fear and trembling, with complete adoration of who he is. You will never be the same again. Amen and amen.